Good morning. I'm Helen Pinkett and this is the Inspired Souls podcast and welcome to another new episode. And today I am very excited to be welcoming back a guest from earlier on in the year. So this lady, I really love following her work. She is a shamanic practitioner and the founder of Temple Woman, among many other things. So Lindsay is multi-passionate and does a whole host of um, different modalities and works in lots of different ways for people, which is really inspiring. So I'd like to welcome you back, Lindsay. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Helen. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, you're so welcome. I was very excited to, to see what you've been doing in your work because we had a great chat for the last podcast that we did together when we talked about microdosing mm. and mushrooms and how you were helping people. And we talked a lot about your own journey um, with microdosing. So I just wanted to catch up with you today and find out how it had how things have developed because I know your business and your work has evolved a lot more since we last spoke um and I wanted to chat about mugwort because I've been using mugwort and I love it <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to I wanted to talk a little bit more about that because I'm just drinking it in tea mm-hmm. we'll touch on that in a moment but first of all how are you how's everything going and what are you up to now <laughs> Yeah, so I think since we last spoke, Helen, like this year has just absolutely flown by. So I had done a mushroom ceremony for myself back in February, I think it was, Mm. um, and I was guided to buy a caravan. So I moved into my caravan in June this year, um, left my rental house, you know, just took this massive leap of faith. And I've been here since. So um. So, yeah, so the summer felt very much like downtime, very, you know, just relaxing, sort of getting settled into my environment. Um, But then it was, even though it was relaxing, it's been so interesting being so close to nature Mm -hmm. and working with the elements and the cycles and, you know, really, I'd never really worked with plants, if you like, in this way that I am now. I felt drawn to them. Um, and so I stopped microdosing over the summer. I was just enjoying the sunshine, you know, the freedom, etc. Um, and I've just restarted microdosing again. <clears throat> um, just as the darker nights are coming in, it feels very much like a time to go within. Yeah. Um, and over the summer I was dancing. So I started dancing a lot more, which I really, I'd forgotten how much I love dancing. Yeah. And I was dancing in this field when and I was doing this, like there was this drumming noise and it, it felt very much like it was a very powerful beat, a very powerful song. Mm-hmm. And I remember stamping my feet on the ground a lot and feeling very sort of like, like as if I was in some sort of tribal dance. Yeah. And this word, well, these, these two words just popped into my mind, temple woman. And I was like, what is temple woman? What, you know, and, but as you know, as we do we follow our intuition and mm. I started writing down what temple woman meant for me and what I wanted it to be because I dissolved my business back in April yeah. um this year because it felt old it felt stale it was like I don't resonate with it anymore I need to start again yeah <clears throat> so this temple woman idea 
it sort of brings in everything that I do. So the one-to-one -one healing work, the soul guidance, um, it brings in the dancing, it brings in circles. And the idea for me is that, and this is something that I want to sort of, I'm planning to launch next year, is around embodying women um, in their work and in, in trusting their inner knowing, reconnecting to that inner knowing, not only for themselves, but for their families yeah. and doing that using the different tools that, you know, I've worked with over the last 12 years. So, you know, sort of like, and especially sort of like with the plants as well around us, like creating your own apothecary, you know, what, what, med, what medicines can we use that are around us? How can we feed our families around us? You know, so there's, there's lots of different elements that are sort of like going to be embodied in the whole temple woman concept. Yeah. And so I create, I've started creating, in a variety of my own products from the plants that I'm using around me but I did a I did a Facebook live and I was like actually this isn't just about the products I'm producing I was like I wanted to invite other women you know if there's something you're making which is natural which you think would fit then let's bring that in as well you know whether it's mm -hmm. candles or things that are useful you know and are going to help other women yeah so it feels it feels quite big at the minute um, so I've just created the website for that. So that's templewoman.co.uk. Um, and just sort of being open, I suppose, to what it becomes, what it looks like. Um, yeah. I, I, I did channel a drawing the other day, um, <clears throat> which was for me, what Temple Woman embody. It's, it, it's very much, it looks like a yoni, but it's a very colourful yoni. <laughs> Um, and I didn't intend, like I didn't intend to do it. It's not mine. <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. Like be <laughs> exactly. Um, but like, and I'm like, when I was drawing it, because I've been doing a lot of pencil drawings recently, you know, and drawing people's spirit guides, which has been amazing. Wow. Um, so, so yeah so this this drawing it started off as pencil and I just got you need to color it in and I was like really so I got the <laughs> coloring pencils mommy what are you drawing and I did these really well I'll, I'll try to show you because my daughter came in and she actually drew a woman inside it oh my god after I'd finished it yeah I know so it's got it's like this beautiful design um but yeah I was doing these really intricate patterns around it yeah. And when I tried to do the other side, it didn't match and it didn't look the same. So I got I got a bit frustrated in my mind and I was like, it doesn't match. It doesn't look the same. Yeah. And I just got it's not meant to, you yeah. know, not everything is perfect. And I was like, oh, so. Yeah. So, yeah, so I colored in these beautiful pastel pinks and blues and purples. And then, yeah, my daughter came along and she just went, oh, what's that? And I, I didn't even realise. And she just drew a biro stick woman in the middle of it. Amazing. Luckily, I took a picture of it before she did that. So, right. But yeah, that's that very much, yeah. It oh, feels wow. like it's going to be sort of the cover of, a, of my next book as well. So amazing oh exciting. wow well that sounds really really exciting obviously I see all of your stuff on social media and I follow you so um yeah. It's, yeah it's really exciting and I love this whole it feels very much community it's like I love how you're bringing lots of women in with the different things that they make 
to help so it's like yeah. it's like sharing knowledge isn't it sharing knowledge and skill it's kind of like the the, the reset isn't it it's taking it yeah. right back to how yeah. things were years and years ago when you would trade and you know living off the land and using plants and herbs I love all of that so I love how you're you're bringing that in it feels very um feels very natural and ethereal very powerful yeah. though as well really yeah. got a really good feel yeah. around it so I, I love what exactly. you're doing and it's like it's like I have the vision and it's like I just know, know what it looks like but you know sometimes it's like we don't know how we're going to get there but we just have to trust on when the process um <laughs> but yeah that's that's what it feels like I just feel like I want to bring other women in you know to help to teach others and just it is empowering us because mm-hmm. you know what I suppose I've learned for myself by moving in the caravan is like there are certain things that you can do by yourself but there are certain times when you're like actually I need some help yes. you know and yeah. But you, at the same time, it's like you don't want to have to always be relying on an external person mm-hmm. or, you know, for you to know what's right. You know, it, it's about following your heart, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, completely. And I love that you're following your heart and your intuition and creating this whole oh, new whole new thing because it takes courage, doesn't it? To You said you, you dissolved your business because it felt like the right time to do it. So that takes yeah. huge courage to do that and to then just step forward following your intuition. I, I absolutely love that you're doing that. Ah, thank you. So, yeah, so the... The mugwort. Oh, yes, mugwort. Yeah, let's talk about mugwort. I started drinking mugwort a few months ago. Did you? How are you finding it? The dreams. (laughs) I started um, drinking it because um, I heard it was good to help your psychic abilities, to help strengthen your Mm -hmm. psychic abilities and to help astral travel um among other things so I started drinking a mug or two before bed and I found not only the nights that I drink it do I have crazy vivid mad dreams and I go off here there and everywhere but it's kick-started that almost every night now I'm waking up in the morning having had crazy dreams whether I'd have a mug walk the night before or not so Mm. yeah I'm really enjoying the experience so Tell me about about your journey with mugwort as well, and what else can I learn? What else do I need to know about mugwort? (laughs) It's really interesting because it's one of those, you know, one of those things where it's like you keep hearing a word and you're like, what is this? And you know, I'd so when I decided to um, leave my house and move in the caravan, I just randomly or not bumped into a lady I'd never met her before in my local shop. Yeah. And I just happened to say, you know, I was getting rid of some stuff and selling some items. And she said, oh, I'd be interested in a couple of your rugs. So she came round and it turns out that she also lived in a caravan in a field <laughs> and um, that she had she'd been to Peru several times to do ayahuasca. And oh. she mentioned this mugwort. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of that before. Mm. And then I was at a friend's birthday party out in the middle of the woods and another friend arrived she went oh look at all this beautiful mugwort I've just picked I was like where is it I was like I've been looking for it but I can't see it yeah yeah. and so she she told me exactly where it was so as I left this party I just picked like a few pieces and I was like wow this feels really powerful Mm. and it's very much connected to the divine feminine um and it's funny because last night I just got this um this thing in my head which was just like it's mother mugwort and I was like all right okay um so 
so yeah, so I started drying it in my awning and I started doing like you said, you know, drinking the tea mm -hmm. and the dreams were very vivid. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really it's like it's so important, isn't it, to pay attention to your dreams because they're massively insightful for your subconscious yes. and what you may not necessarily be aware of in the waking life, you know, because it's there's often like noise around and you can't always pay attention. But when these when the mugwort's helping you with your dreams, it's just it can really help you in terms of you know direction and following your intuition etc mm. so so yeah so I started drinking it as a tea and I was like oh my god I was like this I need to get this out to other people yeah. so I started giving it to my clients and then I've packaged it up and I selling it under the temple woman brand so <clears throat> in my Etsy store yeah um and then yeah last night I, last night I smoked it for the first time did you and I was like <laughs> oh this yeah I just I really felt drawn to smoke it you know what it was really interesting so I'd, I had tried before when I'd like I'd crushed it up the mugwort and blended it yeah um and I didn't put a filter on it and I couldn't roll it it was just it was very messy the first time I tried to do it and I was like yeah. oh but what I so what I did this time was I just took the dried leaves and just put them in a small like um small Rizzler yeah. and then with a little filter on yeah. just rolled it and just smoked it and it's like it it tastes a bit bitter um yeah. but again like I had a very intense vivid dream as well last night mm -hmm. after smoking it yeah. um so yeah so I think it's like I've read quite a lot of, about you know don't take it for more than if you are drinking the tea every night don't take it for more than three months at a time yeah um <clears throat> But it is really, I feel like it's one of those herbs where it's like, do I feel like I need this this evening? Yes, I do. Okay. You know, yeah. um, do I feel like I want to smoke it? Yes. Okay. But not something to do like constantly. Yes. Um, yeah, but it yeah. can also, yeah, it can also help with like women's cycles. It can help with like, if you suffer from like um, irregularities in your sort of like in your cycle, it can help yeah. with menstruation pain. Um, so yeah, it's, I say it, she is a very interesting herb to work with and but what I, I think what I love most about a Helen is that it's so abundant in England so we're not looking to other countries to provide things that we need in our you know it's, well, it's abundant across the world in different places yeah. but I love the fact that any of us can just go out pick some dry it and start working with yeah, yeah, it's just there. It's just here for us. Exactly. Interesting, how isn't it? How it's you know, this the it's divine feminine, and a lot of us being drawn to that. It's like this mm. whole divine feminine rising and being drawn to the herbs and oh, I absolutely love it. So it's yeah, really interesting. Mm. Are you working with any other herbs at all, or anything else that you're being drawn towards? to smoke <laughs> drink right now <laughs> so, so yeah so not <laughs> so I did I did do some experiments with cannabis early yeah yeah this year um so I'd smoked it back when I was about 17 and then never really touched it again mm -hmm. um but what I sort of came to realize what I feel is really important in terms of cannabis if anyone wants to work there you know it's a very grounding herb um but also being aware of where you're getting it from yeah so you know there's some people who like when I've when I've 
be gifted some shall I say and I don't know the source I don't know where it's come from I've had a really bad reaction and I ended up you know like on my knees you know and I was like what is this and I think part of it is about where it's who's who's growing it first of all the intentions that they have for growing it and how are they growing it as well so if it's using chemicals and everything else you know it's not going to be good a friend of mine um she'd bought some of these um gummies like with thc in yeah 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 and she she ended up in hospital because you know so it's about I feel as if it's very much about whichever herb it is you know that you want to work with or the plants it's about not necessarily going looking for it it's like when Mm. you're ready for it then it will come to you yeah so like everything yeah it will find you when it's yeah the right time and the right place definitely definitely so so that's what I found with the mugwort you know it was like that was the right time that was when I needed to start working with her and then again it was just trusting you know I would go out for walks around where I live and I just started really paying attention to what was around me like Mm -hmm. in terms of the plants and the berries and I was like right what do I need to learn about next so I went into rose hips and hawthorn hawthorn berries the hawthorn leaves you can use those as tea so you know for, for for a good three months my awning was just full of branches and leaves you know hanging and drying and my kids wardrobe my kids wardrobe is now where my apothecary is you know where it's yeah. like tinctures being made just really going back like you said to that old way of going right how can I use this you know and work yeah. with this herb not only for myself but for my clients yes so um so yeah so I've got my hawthorn leaves um there was um I kept thinking what was the one or the other one I kept thinking about willow right about willow trees yeah and I was like where am I going to find a willow tree I don't know where the willow trees are and I'd gone to pick a friend up and I was sat in my car just waiting for them and a man literally just walked behind my car and went oh my god look at that amazing willow tree over there and I was like oh thank you so I waited till they'd gone yeah it was like eight o'clock at night yeah. I, I walked over to this willow tree and I couldn't see anything because it was pitch black yeah. so I was like I just said to it whispered I went do you mind if I just take a branch from you please <laughs> to experiment with and so I just got like the go ahead so I, I picked a branch off it yeah and brought it home picked all the leaves off it to dry and then whittled um the branch so because within the willow is um I can never remember what's like salicin is that what it's called so that chemical is what they synthesize to make aspirin so you can use the willow bark if you've got headaches you know if you're feeling in pain and you can make a tea from it so I've now got like some dried willow bark in my cupboard you know I've dried the willow leaves because they've still got that same um property within them yeah so it's it's just yeah whatever you know I'm guided to work and with yeah you know I've been doing oregano oils rosemary oils I've done rose hip facial oils yes I was gonna ask you about your facial oils because again I see this on social media and I love I love 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 um anything like uh pampering skincare and that kind of stuff the more natural the better and that sounds amazing that you're making your own 
from the land so it's pure oh I love it it's like it's so cool and like because I stopped by and you know like any skincare with chemicals in about yeah. five years ago yeah um and I was so I've just been like I've just been using coconut oil but that felt too greasy mm. whereas this rose hip oil it feels like luxurious Helen you oh. know which is it's just and it's this beautiful golden color because the rose hips have been soaked in the oil for so long yeah and you just like you just put a few drops like around but I like a proper treatment like because it's luxurious it's like I give myself this beautiful little facial massage oh, every nice. morning and every night yes <laughs> you're giving yourself like that full pampering again it takes back to the divine feminine doesn't it loving yourself self-care but using all these beautiful products oh it makes me so excited <laughs> I can't wait I'll have you back on the podcast again in another three months and find out what you're doing next <laughs> and it looks like you've got lots of great events going on as well yeah so I am planning um to have to do a day retreat next year um where I'll be bringing in those different herbs like bringing in the mugwort doing some meditation yeah. some channelings um I've just run a introduction of crystal workshop and I've got another one of those coming up next January um I'm doing an introduction to tarot workshop so just going just getting into this journey um but I do want to do something that's more like you know about creating your own sort of like facial products and doing a teaching based on what I've learned over the last six months um so yeah so there's stuff in the pipeline um, and I'm, I'm writing another book about my journeys of off-grid living as well as you know including the herbs and a bit about the story the history and yeah. then how you can use them for yourself you yeah. know because we can all do it you know it's just about making that start isn't it and getting used Absolutely. to it yeah completely it's deciding that you're going to do it and I think it's that trusting that intuition when something keeps coming to like if mugwort keeps yeah. coming up then maybe that's a sign you need to go and follow that or you know incorporating something small and different into a more healthier natural way of living but I love that you've uh, you've gone off grid successfully it's brilliant and how is the microdosing going are you um is it helping throughout the winter because I'm not a big fan of yeah yeah I know it's it's a like I'm not a, like because I was talking to someone the other day you know about being in the caravan I was like it's not the cold that bothers me it's the darkness yes you know? yeah um so yeah so I started I started microdosing again last week um but what I found is like it's definitely bringing stuff up again in me you know like yeah. and helping me to reconnect again you know to yeah. those feelings and and going within yeah. um and it yeah it's 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 helping me just like be more creative again and just trusting that just trusting in the process trusting in the journey yeah um yeah. so yeah I did I did do like another um I did like what's called a macro dose so we talked about micro dosing before so the macro okay dose is oh is this sounds take, interesting <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the, the macro dose is where you take a sort of like a more sizable dose shall we say yeah. normally around sort of two and a half grams yeah um and I did that on Halloween and I, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, it's perfect time to do it, you know, where the veils are thinnest. Yes. And again, yeah. I've, been, I've been gifted some of the Liberty Caps, which have been abundant in the fields, you know, I never made it out to actually go and pick my own. So a friend kindly gifted me some. Yeah. And 
when I did it the first time, it was very ceremonial. And this time it was more just like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna eat them this time and see if there's any difference between eating the tea. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the, the tasted very yeah the tasted very earthy um mm. and it took a little bit longer to kick in but then there was like there was I don't know if you remember Halloween but there was a massive storm the rain was coming down the wind yeah. was howling and I was just in my caravan <laughs> and like there was a lot of exactly there was a lot of stuff coming up right and I thought I could hear mice in my awning and that was sort of like distracting me so I was like I need to get rid of these mice so I did what anyone else would do went on YouTube found a video to play to the mice to, to get rid of them so I put the speaker <laughs> I had this speaker in my own end right like trying to scare the mice away with white noise and I had my phone next to me so I kept going like in and out of this journey and closing yeah. my eyes and open them and at one point I opened them and on my phone on the screen was this little white mouse doing this like really silly dance and I just started killing myself laughing um and what came through was like you know if you've got a fear you've got a face and you've got to laugh at it because then it's not as scary yeah and you know I was like right <clears throat> noted yeah so laugh in the face of fear brilliant quite a big message <laughs> but yeah that sounds like a great night yeah, it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't get sleep till about four in the morning Helen I was knackered the next day <laughs> <laughs> you were laughing in the face of fear so that is oh, exactly. exactly I love it thank you so, so much for sharing that story that's brilliant I love 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 hearing your journey so I'm really grateful for you to come back again to, um, to talk hopefully we can do it again in the future as well because you are such a great guest oh, how can people you. find you if they want to search you so, up online or offline. So so you can check out my website, which is templewoman.co.uk. Um, so at the minute there's no retreats on there or workshops, but I will be gradually updating that um as and when I get around to planning them. Um, and then I'm on Instagram, LindsayBanks111. I'm on YouTube, LindsayBanks, where I've done some interviews myself. Um, and I've just started talking more about going off grid as well. Mm. Um, and just sort of like sharing some of the hints and tips that I found from sort of like leaving the house and then leaving the system um, as we know it. Um, so, yeah, I think they're the main places you can find me. Excellent. Well, I will put all of those links in the show notes anyway, so people can find you. But thank okay. you once again, Lindsay. It's such a pleasure and such a nice way to start oh, the week. So oh, take thank care. You. And thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening to this episode of the Inspired Souls podcast. I am certain I will be back again soon with a new one. Have a great week.